Hi, hi, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode on the podcast. Today, we dived in on everything serial hires. I almost said serial entrepreneurs, lol. Serial hires. You know them. We love and hate them all at the same time. Actually, we kind of hate them, but, you know, carry on. Is literally the person that constantly hires new people in their business, thinking that you're going to be a godsend, basically save their business and all that good stuff. Anyway, we've all had them happen. We know how it feels. It's like a toxic ex-boyfriend. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. It's icky. It's not fun. But we're going to be diving in on this all in this episode. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast or leave a review and stay tuned for this episode. Okay, bye. Cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're talking about serial hires today. Serial hires. Hard to pronounce. Serial. (laughs) Bring on all the people on your team and ditch. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So we're going over exactly like warning signs of like what a serial hire is. Like, how do you know if you're working with one or maybe you are one? Um, and like what exactly Call yourself out. About it. yeah we're gonna maybe if it feels like it's hitting too close to home you might be one um, <laughs> and like kind of figuring out how you can go ahead and like cope once the romance is over from like a freelancer perspective um or if it was just like what you can do to protect yourself from either being hired by a serial hirer in the you know long run um so yeah we're gonna dive into all of those fun fun things today so what are some of your biggest warning signs um when it comes to a serial hire like you're on the discovery call and they start talking about people they've hired in the past what are things that like send up that red flag where you're like ding 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 i am not effing working with this person because they're a serial hirer my very first one if we're on that call and they start talking shit about <laughs> their past hires mm-hmm. I, my red flags go ablazing i'm like i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah that's like my biggest one um what about you kate i feel like that one's a big one too i feel like too like you can talk kindly about someone you didn't connect with So Mm -hmm. I feel like you could be like, oh, we just didn't mesh well together. I feel like that's better than just flat out like bad mouthing them. Mm -hmm. But that's definitely red flag number one. But I know with me, like, especially, you know, like us as service providers, it's like, well, why are you worthy to work with me? Like type of thing. That's the biggest one. Again, like we talked about with the freaking discovery call horrors and all that good stuff is basically Mm -hmm. having to sell your knowledge and expertise to somebody. And I feel like that's just a big red flag because I'm like, you came to me like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm good right. at what I do or you are attracted to my expertise. So like, you know, it doesn't have to be a like, why are you worthy type of thing? I don't know. This just feels so icky to me and very mm-hmm. corporate. And I'm not obviously we're not corporate people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. yeah. I hate it. That's why we exactly. don't. Do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would definitely say like doubting your expertise but if they've also like talked about how many different people they've hired for this problem of theirs um in like a short amount of time or even like i would say short amount of time like in a year how many people they've hired Mm -hmm. in a year um that have not like panned out to like work with um i would say they're definitely a serial hirer and it's usually a problem with them because a lot of people will come in like they want to hire somebody to like fix their problems right 
Yeah. Um, and if they're thinking that they're coming to you as like, you're going to save my business and I am happy to throw whatever money you want at it and you're going to make my problems go away and then you don't make their problems go away because they don't actually know what the fuck their problems are, if, they're probably a serial hire. And then they get mad at you for not sol- like solving. <laughs> for not solving the <laughs> problems that even like you tried to point out exactly yeah. like, the problem. Right. Like we recently had somebody where we went and did, you know, this whole thing with them and like we mapped out everything and I'm like, these are your problems. This is what we need to do. And they're like, yep, yep. I agree with that. And then turned around, hired a coach that told them the same fucking thing. And I'm like, yep. Okay. So you're not going to listen to the person that has like that. You need to be shiny object syndrome exactly mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. are looking at you like a life raft to yeah. save the problem because they don't actually want to do the work yep and they get mad at you when you actually tell them like no this is what needs to happen for this issue to be solved and they're like mm, no thanks i'm just gonna go and like you said hire somebody else mm-hmm. and yeah it's just never taking that full radical responsibility i feel like yeah mm-hmm. it's the biggest issue with serial like hires oh my gosh can we also talk about every time i say serial hire or i hear you guys say i'm thinking of a serial killer like are they wearing a black trench coat like you know the slasher pick because that's what i have like they're just going around and they have like their laptop (laughs) underneath their coat and they're like typing on it like that i'm thinking of killing with a clipboard like i don't know how but like (laughs) You know, or with a spike, I don't know. Beat to death with a sword. Oh my god, <laughs> insane! But that's hilarious. Um, okay, so how do you know if you're currently working with one? Like you have your own agency, or perhaps you are freelancing. How do you know that you're currently working with a serial hirer? So, I feel like if they're expecting like really hmm. fast turnarounds, that's like a big one for me. <laughs> It's like if they're expecting that and then like we kind of get to that deadline and then like they're like nowhere to be found or we're pit- we're like massively pivoting or something like that. Like I feel like that's a big one because it's like it's showing like that they're not super like um organized within their business and their plan. So then they're like, oh, well, what about this idea? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're going to get to the point where you're like just unsatisfied with like everything and then you're like okay let's go to the next shiny person that like might be able to fix my idea yeah or like and those are the ones that usually end up going through scope creep too because like Mm -hmm. constantly changing their ideas which is fine like i am all here for a good pivot i have many clients that love to pivot and it's totally fine because you do that in business but if you are saying hey mid build of something we're going to start setting up all of like this system and they're like, oh, no, we're going to scrap that completely and burn everything to the ground. Now we're going to build all this in the middle of it. And they literally mm-hmm. will do that two days from then after they've changed their idea. It's going to no. have room for a scope creep. And they're probably not someone that you can necessarily like rein in, so to speak. Yeah. They don't know what they want. And that's like, the hardest begin and part. end. <laughs> yeah exactly you cannot begin and end the project but then they get yes. mad that there's nothing done at the end of it right exactly yeah and those are exa- those are probably the most exhausting clients mm-hmm. um oh i think you said earlier like before we started recording marina that 
they're really excited to hire you. Like, oh, yes, they're going to again. You. Yes. Yeah, only for it to like fade a month or two, or they like will praise you for your genius and how amazing you are and everything. And they will constantly like talk about how wonderful you are to like build you up and everything just mm-hmm. to, like essentially like rip everything out from under you because then they're like not on <laughs> Take board it all away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like we are getting caught uh, like amidst their like inspiration like ping in their mind you know mm-hmm. so they're like okay let's hire these people and whatever and then like once that starts fading and they realize that like the work that like they need to do inside of like that thing they're like oh never mind yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. we just get this little gray blob of a human and we're like what <laughs> i also feel like too it's like I see this a lot where people hire a whole bunch of people and expect like their whole business to be saved the next week. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, it takes time to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they just expect it just to be like, like, Oh, we're done magically there. Like, meh. yeah. Or the, the ones that aren't actually acting as a CEO. Yes. They're yes. not holding that vision. So like usually as like freelancers or agencies or, you know, fractional COs or whatever you are in this realm, you're coming in to play a role that that CEO should have the forethought of like, this is a, they should know exactly like this is why I need to hire this person because I am not getting X, Y, Z done, or I no longer have like, it's like a do delegate ditch type of list. They already have the funds reserved on the side to like make that hire, et cetera. And there are so so many people it seems that don't actually think about that or like they don't think about oh this is exactly what i need to be doing Mm -hmm. like get to that next level and it is by making this strategic hire to elevate my brand to Mm -hmm. um lead my project management to do this to do that right and Mm -hmm. they're not actually thinking about that so what can we do about that as people that may be in this position that we've been hired by a serial hire? Because I'll admit it, it's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to mm-hmm. everybody. Um, yeah. What are some things that you guys have done to then like figure out how to like push off these serial hires? Like I'm sure we've all gotten caught up in the discovery call with one. We're like, this is a great idea, but still kind of irks in your gut. So what have you done? after you've been like dumped by a serial hirer honestly i have a cry about it like i'm gonna be honest (laughs) because i just like i'm very like emotionally attached to my business and like i assume it's a baby yeah exactly and like as like our jobs like we go in deep with our people like i learn about that who they are as human i learn about their business like i am entangled in their business so like when it kind of ends off like that it's like i was saying it's like a toxic ex-boyfriend it's Mm -hmm. like you still want to be there you still want them in your lives but you know it's not good for you type of thing Mm -hmm. so like i get so emotional when it comes to a client like i literally have like a client like backstab me this past week and i like cried about it and i'm just like so upset and like i just know like i need to feel that out for me to continue on because i love my clients i love them as humans i always tell people i well, actually, me and my other client were having a conversation the other day. Is like, 
each of my clients are two people to me. Uh, they're the human version of them. And then there's a business version of them. Mm-hmm. I love the human version of them mostly always, but sometimes I don't like the business version of them. Sometimes <laughs> the business version of them makes me want to cry. It makes me want to punch them. Not really, but really. And sometimes I love them, but like, <laughs> yeah. Usually in those moments, I don't like the business version of them or whoever this person is. So like, I know with me, like I have to feel those feelings out for me to continue to move on. So like the first step for me is to like cry or get mad or just like whatever emotion comes up, like dig into it and just like feel it out. Mine's Ben and Jerry's or Jenny's has been pretty clutch lately. Jenny's Jenny's. so good. Yeah. Jenny's for for a bad day um Mm -hmm. i would also say like um and i believe marina brought this point up was like really looking back on like how did this person find you were they a referral yeah um did they find you through social media did they find you through your website like and is your messaging extremely clear for like what you have to offer so that they're not getting confused on like what they're hiring you for Mm -hmm. i would say for one thing and um but like what could we then have set like in place um to like for that like is it going through and redoing or not redoing but really making sure that your messaging is super clear um having tighter gut checks on those discovery calls like what are things Mm -hmm. that could prevent it because i think we were also mentioning um that we've all hired been hired by a serial hire Mm -hmm. um just because we either need cash flow, even though sometimes like in your gut, you're like, I don't know if I really to work with yeah. this person, but my business could use the cash flow. And it's like totally okay. Yeah. As, you know, you have your backup plan when your contract yeah. ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but-, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I just thought of something and it's like, this is a side note. Cause like consumerism is so bad for me right now. I'm like on a shopaholic with everything with like TikTok shop. I'm buying too many things. <laughs> so I'm having like this, um, what is it called? This idea or this rule for myself, whatever you want to call it, is that I have to leave something in my cart for 24 to 48 hours. And if I cannot tell myself what's in my cart, I cannot get it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could apply this rule basically to discovery calls. Sit on it for 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. Then make the decision of is this person feel good to me? Keep creeping on their stuff. Watch their stories. Watch their social media. Go back and see what they're posting. Obviously, you know, people can put a facade on social media easily, but you can just kind of tell and see if, like you said, getting that gut like check. Is this someone I really want to work with? So I feel like taking that time instead of like getting on that quote unquote discovery call high, because that is a thing mm-hmm. and just making a decision based off of that. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I love that. Yeah. Also yeah. to piggyback on that, like, I think what's been helping me a lot with from like not getting these like people who are love bombing you, like love bomb hiring, whatever is like, I send like a really pretty lengthy like onboarding questionnaire Mm -hmm. and it takes them probably about a week to like go through that and I'll check in and like see if they've like gotten to all of that and like really answered it with like you know some depth but I feel like if like I'm getting to like the end of the week and like they haven't done any of that then I'm kind of like 
I'm stepping into the territory of like knowing if I like want to really work with this person or not because if they're mm-hmm. not like taking what like the homework that I'm giving them seriously like the very first thing that we're supposed to do together then I'm like okay this might be not be the like yep. you know the relationship for me yeah. um so yeah I was just thinking about that too it's just kind of like the cart thing <laughs> Yeah. yeah I have that as like a rule for like every time I get a great business idea I need to sit on it for like mm-hmm. six months before you buy the domain or like do all these things because you know how many people have 100 domains because they're like I'm gonna make this great business idea let me go to GoDaddy and buy this domain and uh because I've done it I would say I feel like yeah. you do that all the time I <laughs> But you can resell them. So I I buy them and then I figure if it's great keywords and then if I'm not going to use it, I can then resell it for a higher value than what I paid for it. I mean, I'm not judging you. It's smart. But But I do do it. But I don't go and set like a whole website and all of the business. Oh, no. Because I do not do that. Just the domain. The dollar domain. Whatever it is. Exactly. Uh, So what can we do? I mean, aside from amazing ice cream. To, like, cope with that romance, like, once it's over, like, the really bad toxic breakup from, you know, you know you shouldn't be with that person or that client or whatever, and you're just, like, really wanting to, like, get over it before you move on to the next thing. Yeah, I feel like it's just, like, feel your feelings, you know, give yourself that time to feel them, and then check your boundaries, set your boundaries higher, Mm -hmm. and then we check our messaging right (laughs) we see like did they creep in because it was my messaging or was it just like a referral gone bad type of situation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah also too maybe doing what i know you did this meredith i feel like i need to do this is setting that three month what are the goals we want to accomplish in these three months so if they come back and they're like we didn't get anything done be like actually we got this, this, and this, this, and this done that you said you wanted to when we jumped in. And I feel like it's getting those expectations and kind of like Marina was saying, those boundaries like dialed in and like reminding them throughout the process that this is X, Y, Z. So when you're at the end of it, you're like, hey, listen, like I did the best I could have done. Like this isn't on me. Like mm-hmm. this is fully, this is something that is a reflection on them, not on my, me and my business, not on my expertise and just kind of detaching yourself from that situation. Once you've felt through the feelings, because we are like running a business and like we can be emotional about it, but at, it's, at the end of the day, we do have to detach ourselves from our business because mm-hmm. we are our business. It is our baby, but our worth is not dictated inside of our business. And I feel like that can get a little jumbled together and I feel like that's where the issue comes in yeah I definitely still feel that because I take it as a personal attack of like Mm -hmm. I'm not doing good enough even though I know like it's Mm -hmm. not me I know I do a great job at what I do and that I always over deliver everything and try and think about all the different things but yeah hidden hard this month yeah it's Mm -hmm. definitely hard it really is like for me it's like if it doesn't work out then it makes me feel like I'm like a shitty designer you know (laughs) so then I'm like wow that really hurts I know it makes (laughs) you question like like everything yeah Yeah. it really brings up like the imposter syndrome and I mean Mm -hmm. I'm not a coach but of course it really brings that up of like oh man 
it really was me. I I wasn't doing all this stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I go through like those goals that I set. I'm like, I did this, 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 and this. And I saved them this much money. And we did it this way. And, da, 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 da. and I'm yeah. like, yeah, it was fucking awesome. And they need to get their shit together. So yeah, it they're just weird. Stages of grief almost, you know, where yeah. you're sad and you're crying and then you're like angry and then you're like self-absorbing and like in denial and all this stuff. Yes. I just, hilarious. Seven stages of business breakup. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Truly. Like the grief of bit like business grief <laughs> as like a whole different episode. But if you have been hired by a serial hirer. Or you think you are one and you want to know what you can do to have better hires in the future, send us a message on Instagram. Oh, I don't know. Just tag us on Instagram. Yeah, just on Instagram. We're getting our shit together right now. This is fun for us. So that's it. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.